Ascended Podcast, Episode 63, Santa Delivered. And he delivered indeed for both the Raiders and the Chiefs. Coach, what is good, my man? Ho, ho, ho. Uh, yeah, what a, what, a, what a good Christmas weekend uh, for, for both of our teams, man. This, is, this makes two straight weeks that we both uh, come to the podcast as winners, which is nice. Um, yeah, an absolute dominating win for, from the Chiefs. Uh, I know the Raiders game probably kept you on edge for, you know, uh, they always more do because they're yeah, more we, than you would have liked. Blowouts like you, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. more than you would have liked, but a, a win's a win, it's a good win. You guys still stay in that in that elusive uh spot for the, the like what is it, the seventh seed in the playoffs, so good for you guys, right. and uh, yeah, so Santa Santa definitely delivered for both of us, even delivered for uh. The, there was also another team that used to be on this podcast. Uh, the, that would be the, the Packers. The yeah. Packers. They delivered for the Packers, too. Okay, that's good. Right. They delivered Austin, for the Packers, too. Chime in whenever you're ready. Yeah. Do. Not here. Know. Yeah. Not whatever. here. Whenever okay. you're good. Maybe you're one ready. day. Maybe one day he'll return. Maybe one Probably day Probably playoff time. But you know, one, okay. one, one just random fact about the Packers is, like, if you listen to anybody uh, this morning on the uh, on you know TV or any of these sports shows that talk nothing about – talk talk about nothing but football, which is great um, – uh, they're just saying how you know the Packers win, but they're still not really convinced on them because they can't stop the run, this and that. So they're they're getting wins, but they're not. It just I think I feel like sometimes you can be a good team, and it doesn't matter what you do. People are still gonna find ways to pick you apart. I guess that's that's their job. But uh, you know, I don't want to play the Packers in the playoffs. But you know, no. But I I do get that, and it's yeah, definitely can't different scenarios. The like, but like, like the worst in the football. but like the. Right. So like the and I mean, you watch the Ravens game or, or highlights of it, at least like Tyler Huntley dropped like a 30 piece on them and mm-hmm. he's the backup and he's probably one of the better backups in the league. But um, yeah, first is made. There's still there's still some flaws there. But yeah, right. their secondary, I think, is top five. Yeah, but I agree. as a whole, I wouldn't say their run they're defense is there. not good at all. But no, you know, it's not. And there's, gonna, and there's no perfect team. We've seen that this year. There's so much parity in the league. Um. But yeah, so kind of got off to- topic there. But yeah, I said that, yeah, that was my shout our, out to it's our Austin show. We do we do what we want. We do what yeah. we want. We do what we want. Yeah, it's 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 exactly we do what we want. That's the best way to put it. All right. Well, now we're going to kick it off with the Raiders with a win, and then we'll really kick it off with the Chiefs with a win-win. And here we go. The Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, Broncos came to our house. Things have not been going well at home as of late. Raiders came out with a win, uh, seventeen to thirteen. We're now eight and seven. Broncos are down to seven and eight. Everyone that's ever listened to the show knows I hate Drew Locke. I can't stand him. So this obviously made me very happy. He had a very impressive stat line of fifteen for twenty-two, hundred fifty-three yards, zero touchdowns. Their lone touchdown came from uh, Jamal Williams uh, after Carr threw a weak side screen interception to Bradley Chubb, which was a very athletic play on his part. I'll give him credit on that, but I think. I mean, coach, you've seen it yourself. How many weak side screens does a uh, car throw to Jacobs on a regular basis? Um, that's why when people were like, oh, I can't believe you read that. R- really? Because any any casual fan of the Raiders knows that he does this weekly. And I we know that in the NFL, they watch film. So they obviously watch Carr do this and, and Chubb was ready for it. Um but regardless, so not the still not the best game for Carr. Um, they're worth it. You know, I got some positive negatives on this whole thing. He went twenty for twenty five, very efficient, two hundred one yards, one touchdown, um, one like I said, bad interception. He did have another fumble. This really has to stop, especially if they think that we're going to make it to the playoffs or even beyond that. We got the Colts next week. DeForest Buckner will strip that ball, and it sounds like Darius Leonard will not be there. Um, who's got quite the uh talent for punching the ball out um but it doesn't matter their defense is still legit and we'll get to that later so Carr had a decent enough game overall it still wasn't it was definitely better than the browns he showed a lot of grit you saw him limping around nathan peterman grabbed his helmet put it on made me extremely nervous because marcus Mariota tested positive for covid so he's not available i do not want pick six peterman touching the ball luckily that didn't happen um and congratulations, Josh Jacobs, finally over 100 yards. He got 129, zero touchdowns. The one touchdown came from, uh, or rushing touchdown came from Peyton Barber. Um, our leading receiver is actually Foster Moreau, who last week I said is not a number one tight end. I'm still not really convinced he is, but he had a decent enough game. 
And then Carr just kind of mixed the ball around. Deshaun Jackson actually had uh, 44 yards, I believe, on four receptions for targets. Hunter Renfro, 40 yards and a touchdown. Zay Jones, 50 yards. Blah, blah, blah. He tossed the, the ball around a lot, which is what you have to do when you don't have a true one. Um, or a, really a true two at that point. So Hunter Renfro is kind of our one right now. Just it fell to Foster Moreau. Um, the main negatives I have this week. So I didn't see a lot of drop balls this time. Thankfully, um, obviously 20 for 25 is, is very legit. The O-line looked bad, uh, specifically Alex Leatherwood, the first round pick. I saw him giving up a lot of pressures. Carr got sacked two times. He was hit four times. He needs a little time to watch the play, let the play develop. And I get not everyone can get the ball out in two seconds, especially when your receiving core isn't top notch right now, but Sometimes they give him all the time in the world, and then other times, like, oh, my God, he he barely got the snap off. And, you know, Bradley Chubb or Shelby Harris are ripping through the line. And I hate Shelby Harris's little baseball celebration. pissing me off. So anyways, um, but the real story here, once again, as Coach and everyone else has heard, is that the story here is the offense needs to get it going. The defense held a crappy Broncos – well, crappy Broncos QB. Their offense isn't terrible to 13 points. Um. You know, they held them scoreless for three quarters. The only touchdown allowed was off off the pick. They were scoreless in the first, third, and fourth. There were 13 points in the second. As I said, Drew Locke had a terrible stat line. The one stat that I loved was they have Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon studs, or at least pretty decent. Um, Javante Williams had 12 yards of rushing. Gordon had negative four. And then Drew Locke had 10. Drew Locke doesn't count. He's not a running back. So 12 total yards. Uh, uh, rushing yards. Um, that's what they held them to. So that's pretty legit. And then Jerry Judy led them with 60 yards, no touchdowns, Max Crosby, monster day, two tackles for loss, a QB hit, a sack, he had a bunch of pressures. Um, but the defense is just, even if it's not an, a great team, they're still holding these teams to less than 20 points. That's what you need to do in this league. 14, I think is acceptable. It's not crazy that you let up two touchdowns. We all want shutouts, but how often does that really happen? So the the defense really held it together. The offense needs to get it together. Jacobs also had a fumble. Carr had a fumble and an interception. They just have to stop playing sloppy ball. There was actually actually good clock management this time. We had the ball with like almost four minutes left, and they actually killed killed the clock completely and sealed the game. It didn't have to come down to some last minute field goal as it always has. So not a huge dominant win, but the Broncos really didn't have a leg up at any time in this game. So uh, I feel much better about this one than after the Broncos game. Coach, I don't know if you had anything you wanted to add, but I am proud of the defense. The offense is still concerning me. Yeah, you got to be you got to be proud of something. So the the defense did their job. Uh, it didn't, you know. I watched portions of the game. Um, it, it didn't make sense that the Broncos. I know their 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 runs were were being stopped, um, but I, Javante Williams had seven carries for twelve yards. I I don't get how you don't. Um, their own line isn't terrible either. Yeah, their own line isn't terrible. That's what Denver's kind of always been known for, right? They always had their their O line would always be able to get running backs like that you would never even know of. Um, you know, thousand yard seasons that was like their consistent thing back in like the late nineties, two thousands, whatnot. But um, it's a win, man. You got the win. You did what you did enough. Good to get the dub. Excuse me. That's all you can ask for. Um, you know what a you know, would you have liked, liked it to be a little bit less um, nerve wracking at the end? Of course, but you got it done. You got the win. And that's really at this point, all you can ask for. You don't get points for being pretty like we talk about every week and you're, you're still in the race. You're eight and seven, which, you know, which is respectable. And uh, I was thinking about this earlier. So like what team would you put as the, the shoulda, woulda, coulda award, right? It's like the Raiders had what? How oh, many, God. Two or three wins that, you know, their their season could have been completely different. It was like the Giants. There's a couple other teams. Um, the Giants, the Bears, and Washington football team. Okay, so I just, so I actually, I don't know. Two out of those three, you, yeah. you had tweeted that, right? So, like, let's say two out of yeah. those three, they win. We'd be 10 and 7 10 right and now. 10 and 7. It's completely different. And you're pretty much locked. Or not 10 and 7. We'd be, no, we'd be, um, we'd be 10 and 5. We'd be 10 and 5. So, yeah. y- you're that much, you know what I mean? It's, it's a huge difference. I mean, I can think of the Vikings and some other teams too, but the Raiders are definitely up there for the shoulda, woulda, coulda award. And uh, but you got the win. Vikings do have a lot of close. They close have a lot of close games well. too. But you guys got the win. That's what matters. You're eight and seven. There's still some hope there. Um, I know we talked about last week whether it's worth getting in the playoffs or not. Playoffs are the playoffs, man. I mean, that's that's bottom line. 
if you can, if you can make it, make it. It's just even if you get bounced out in the first round, it, like there's, like there's no guarantee that getting a, lo- a pick that's a little bit higher is going to necessarily um, make you know make that big of a difference because you know you had what sixteen no, pick and you picked Alex Leatherwood, so um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. Why did you have to throw that in my face? Because you, cause you mentioned face? about how bad Alex Leatherwood is. I, well, I, he just dude, he just sucks. They moved. So he's a, he drafted as a right tackle. They moved him to right guard. They try to say that he's better as a guard. Like I mean, he was awful as a tackle too. But like. Good luck. Could you imagine putting him on Derek Carr's blind side? I don't think it would be Carr, Fumble think, City, and he's already fumbling like crazy. Yeah, I don't think Derek Carr wants to imagine that either. So, um, no, you know it is what it is, man. So, you know, uh, wins a win, and you got to go with that. And no, you know, like I said, there's no there's no points for pre- being pretty. You don't know, get an extra win for that. It doesn't secure. Oh, you definitely give Travis Kelsey points for being pretty. Don't even start. Well, yeah, tra- that Travis Kelsey is completely different. That's a that's a you know. Oh, okay. That's, that's different. different. Sorry. 100%. Yeah. Okay. My bad. All right. So speaking of that, so we'll end it there. So yes, a four point win. I'll take any win by any means. It could be a point, 20 points. I would like to be like you and just get to relax for a minute and watch this. We're going to get into it. Let's just get into it right now. We had a, Eric had an absolute onslaught to watch on Sunday. Once again, another game you should have gone to, not that Titans game. Yeah. Um, but the Chiefs absolutely annihilate the Steelers, thirty-six to ten. Let's get into it. Touchdown, Kansas City. Go, coach. all right. Just so go. this uh, was working. So I did the old school thing and, and listened to it on the radio, like we used to back in the day. Um, and classy, classy, right? And it was just like touchdown after touchdown. I'm like, is this really happening? Um, you know, an absolute dominating performance. That you know, it was thirty-six to ten. That last touchdown by the. Uh, by the Steelers was kind of like a, uh, I don't know, a gift from Andy Reid to Mike Tomlin to let him, you know, get a touchdown in this game and not have it be 36 to three. Um, you know, the, like, you know, I was trying to decipher, was this like the chiefs just playing unbelievably good? Or was this just like the Steelers just, this is, was this just like the end of Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers? And it was, it was definitely both. Uh, the, the defense played excellent you know, Patrick Mahomes was was on uh, was in Fuego, and for all those people that say like, "Oh, he can't do it without Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill," Hill had like one catch. You know, Brian Pringle stepped up, and Mercole Hardman stepped up. Uh, you know, Terrence Gore had a good game. Darrell Williams had a good game. Uh, you know, uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire was doing good until he got bounced in the third. Uh, he had a collarbone issue, which we found out is just uh, there's no real structural damage to it. But I would imagine he won't play in Cincinnati just for some precautionary um, purposes. But, you know, a six straight AFC West title, um, you know, uh, just unbelievable um, on, on on all all facets of the game. You know, we weren't, didn't have our kicker. Elliot Fry came in. He missed, like, I think one extra point, uh, nailed a couple field goals, and obviously – some uh, some extra points mixed in there with all those touchdowns we scored. Uh, Tommy Townsend's brother actually came in was our punter. He did a good enough job too. So just all around, just a, a great game for the Chiefs. Um, they stepped up. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, including yourselves, like, oh, the Steelers are going to come in and they're going to win. Nah. Uh, so eight straight wins. <laughs> um, you know, another, like I said, another AFC West title. Uh, it's, you know, things, things have completely, you know, we were three and four and, you know, I, granted, I didn't think the world was completely ending, but I would not have necessarily dreamed of or thought that the chiefs would go on to reel off eight straight wins. The defense would be in the top half of the, uh, of the league. And, uh, I knew Patrick would, would, would turn it around, but, um, the defense is just, that's really just been unbelievable. Everyone's just, um, you know, and we only did this without Nick Bolton and, and gay. So we, we, we stepped up like guys like Ben Neiman stepped up. He was like second on the team at tackles. Uh, you know, Chris Jones did his thing. Frank Clark did his thing. Frank Clark has come alive. So I, I appreciate that. Frank, you, you listen to the first few episodes and we're like, you know what? I got to do it for my boy coach. Uh, so I much, much appreciate on that. You know, Jerry need, you know, he is the best tackling cornerback in football, in my opinion. Um, so everyone just did their thing, you know, uh, Tyron, I love this thing uh, from from Tyron. So he got injured in the third. Uh, I think it was like a quad issue, and he and he te- and he texted. He said something on Twitter about like he heals up like he's Wolverine. He's good to go, you know. So uh, Honey Badger Wolverine, mm-hmm. same thing, right? He's a mutant, um, and uh, you know, the, obviously the unequivocal leader of our defense. And uh, 
what they're doing is incredible. We just got to keep marching on. We got a really tough game in Cincinnati um, coming up this week. So we'll obviously get into that in our previews here in a little bit, but uh, love the game, love kicking the Steelers ass. And, uh, you know, for, for the Steelers, you know, the Steelers are a top notch organization. I don't think any of us can deny that they, they do a good job of drafting guys and uh, developing people, but the, they haven't been able to develop a quarterback and that's why they went back to Ben Roethlisberger and it's biting them in the ass big time. Um, you know, he's had some, good what I mean, did you really think Dwayne Haskins? Well, no, I, or, I don't think Dwayne uh, Haskins or necessarily Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph has the intangibles. He's like, he's big. He's six, five. He's, you know, two forty. He can, he can run. He's, he's built like a Ben Roethlisberger, just obviously not as talented. They, what I'm saying is that they haven't, you know, th- the end was very evident in the last couple of years, but you, I don't know if you necessarily chose to ignore it or just sit or thought you'd catch lightning in a bottle one more time, but, um, yeah, we've seen the end of the Steelers run with Ben Roethlisberger for sure. That 100% ended um, in Kansas City yesterday. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you had a good run, buddy. You had a good run, but we had to uh, officially put the last nail in the coffin and, and and get an absolute dominating win. So love it. Love to see it. And uh, – ready for next week and you know these uh these playoffs hopefully we can keep on to that number one seed get that by and you know go to la here in a couple months and a month month and a half whatever it is and and you can just take a second mortgage on your house and then you yeah, can go exactly sell a kidney or something yeah i don't you only yeah. need one yeah right yeah um so yeah the only notes i had on that was yet yeah, like after i watched the flea flicker and charbarius ward picked them off i just looked at ben i was like dude like it's just it's time like it's just time to go game is over. Um, you can see it in his face. I kind of feel like every week he's probably just gathering together anything he has left just to try to get on the field and get it done. And it's just like, I don't know. I kind of really would like to see what's going on inside that locker room. Cause you know, you have some clashing personalities with Cam Hayward. You've got TJ Watt. You've got all these issues with Chase Claypool you know, you have Juju, who's not even in there right now, but like it, clearly his uh, activities will even a few residual effects. So I kind of wonder how gelled that team is with all the different personalities they have in there. Like, I think a lot of the old vets and the young guys are clashing. It's just speculation, but that's just kind of the vibe I get. They they also kind of like we've seen the Raiders sometimes the the Steelers don't look like they're having a ton of fun, maybe some individual fun. Like, wasn't Deontay Johnson celebrating after a touchdown? I'm like, but buddy, yeah, you're down dude, you're like not 10. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just, I just don't get I never, that. I never just, get that when like, you make I'm, a big hit, you're down by like 21. Like, just well, it's like when you guys were in the Super Bowl against the um, the Niners and you guys were down by a buttload and Kelsey scored a touchdown and he didn't even celebrate, he just like walked off, trotted back, like, all right, defense, get on the field and let's go. Like, I got a six, let's keep going. Like, that's the mentality you, you need. You gotta like, act like you've been there before. Stacking. And when you're losing, you gotta be humble. But you know what? I, that's, yeah, but that's one of the Steelers' problems, and it's been the problems. Like, uh, I don't know if they all want to be Antonio Brown. They're well on their way. Besides the stats, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so I did see Mahomes got sacked twice, but I did see a lot of great protection. He had a lot of time to throw the ball. I mean, he's great in, in a chaotic pocket. He wasn't running out of it all that quick. I saw him do a. You know, sometimes he he spins a little bit too mm-hmm. much and turns his back. Yeah. Uh, to the D line. Like it, it does make me nervous. Luckily he's able to pull it off, but like they have a good D line. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm, that was I'm going to mean, shout out to Orlando Brown jr. Who's really come along here in the last pro bowler. Pro bowler yeah. And especially in these last, you know, these eight games that we've won in a row yeah. has, uh, you know, he's in a completely different scheme in Baltimore, you know, a completely different type of quarterback. And he has become a much better pass blocker. Um, he's already a good run blocker, but he is definitely coming into his own. And, uh, you know, at, at one point, you know, we're talking in the first couple of weeks, we're like, man, was it really worth the first round pick and the other picks that we exchanged? Yeah, it was. It wasn't working well, out, wasn't in, working the beginning. out in the beginning, yeah. but uh, he's he's well worth it. He's a, uh, I mean, I wouldn't put him top five left tackle. He's, I'd say he's top 10. Um, You know, if he definitely continues on this pace, so uh, good on him and, you know, good on the Chiefs for getting the dub, man. Let's just keep it rolling. And I think that the only other notes I had there was um, even without Kelsey, Hill didn't even have to go off. Your second and third and fourth receivers, I guess, actually stepped up. I did see Josh Gordon went like zero for four on his targets. 
Josh Gordon, like over yeah. four. Um, I think I saw people like Josh Gordon's going to go for 125. Yeah, that's like, that's no, what the hope like was. But, you know, and, if Gordon, yeah. there's also maybe he's just like you know, you gotta like as as like a mental thing. It's like oh shit, oh shit, Josh Gordon's here. Like he could go off on us, and it's just he's used as a decoy or something like that. Because you know Brian Pringle and Nicole mm-hmm. Hardman go off. So whatever you got to do to win. Yeah. He, when I saw Hart, when I saw Hardman score, I was like, okay, things are yeah, things, things are, are bad really cooking over there. Things are yeah, bad. You guys yeah. are having a rough go. 100%. And then just a side note, um, I love that Clyde Edwards Hilaire touchdown. He like when he got hit, I was like, Oh, he's definitely going down. Nope. nope. Bounced, Went bounced right, right around him and, and ran it in. Um, Daryl Williams, you guys do so much better when he gets involved. Mm-hmm. That dude can catch like he can line up as a receiver and he can catch. Yep. I think it was over when you guys played us this first time. Mm-hmm. John he like high pointed a ball right over John right in Jonathan Abrams' face. It should have been a pick. Um, and he's a not a big guy, he's like a five foot ten running back. Mm-hmm. So um Daryl Williams needs to be involved more. Right. I don't know what you guys in Running back's named D. Williams, and I don't even know where he came from. Did, did you guys draft we, him? I think he was, he was an undrafted. Is he a free agent? I have undrafted no idea. Free agent. I think he used to be. Or yeah. one, one of them um, used to but, be on someone's practice squad. I, I, I don't write. Is he on the Bears? Or something? Well, one of them. The other Daryl Williams is on the Bears. I know. He, oh, yes. Uh, Damian, Damian Williams. Damian, your Super Bowl yeah. hero. He had like two mm-hmm. touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, so Daryl Williams stud. So I almost started him yesterday in fantasy. I should have because Melvin Gordon got me one point because the Raiders defense is finally good. Um, but that's another story for another day. Mm-hmm. So are we ready for it's so sad to say for week 17 predictions? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's go. Week 17 predictions. I think I said 17. I swear to God I can actually speak. I believe we have no Thursday night football this week. Can you confirm? Uh, th- no Thursday, Thursday night. night football, I believe, is done. Yeah, Thursday night football is done. Yeah. So I was hoping that that would mean we have Saturday, but we don't. Nope. Uh, so that's a, that's a, that. I guess that comes playoff time. We'll get Saturday mm-hmm. going. Yep. So regardless, um, it is what it is. Okay, uh, I'm trying to see what order I can start you and see if I actually ones. get some really good ones care. this time. Okay, it seems to happen. All right, uh, you go first. Eagles and Washington, NFC least matchup. Man, after what happened last night with Washington fighting each other, Eagles are playing great football. I think they won seven out of eight. Yeah. Um, they are rocking and rolling, man. And They just destroyed they just, the Giants yeah, last Jake night. Yeah, Jake Fromm was like, yesterday. like I said, was like, ugh. Um, but, uh, giants have no hope, but the Eagles hundred percent are going to get this dub here and, uh, get themselves in the playoffs for sure. And you think Washington is that last night? Uh, I don't really think so. I think there's just a lot. I think there's probably just a lot of built up frustration there. Um, and, uh, they're, you know, Ron Rivera is a great coach, but I mean, that's just like an inexcusable loss. They just got shellacked like bad. It's what we've been saying though. These teams that just go into the season without a, dominant clear cut plan for a quarterback. It's just not going to work. Um, so they need to fix that for next year. Same thing with, you know, so many other teams, mm-hmm. but yes, I'm with you. I'm going to go Eagles. Um, next I got Panthers and saints. Uh, I don't necessarily believe in the saints offense. I believe in Alvin Kamara and the saints defense. The Panthers are just a nightmare right now. They also don't know who their quarterback is. They're doing a mix of cam Darnold, PJ Walker, whatever you're going to do. Um, they started off so good. Now they look so bad. Uh, I'm going to take the saints. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you on that. Uh, I think it's just cause like, you know, Matt rules a good coach, but, and he seems to think that they're progressing and getting better. You know, CMC, you know, he's, he's obviously, um, hasn't played much this year. Uh, they have some good pieces, but <clears throat> it's the quarterback or last year uh, or last year. Right. He's like a, you know, he just shows up whenever he feels like it. He's like a deadbeat dad. Um, I would just, say that they quarterback like I don't care what you have to do get somebody Jimmy G would be good there but uh yeah the Saints will get the win even if it's Ian, Ian Book as their quarterback I have faith in the Saints right. I don't know if their Saints are going to win at night because here we are doing this on Monday but uh the Saints will beat the Panthers yeah I'm pretty confident in that yeah and we're recording this on Monday so the Saints the and Dolphins uh have Dolphins not have not played yet and I need the Dolphins to lose to Ian Book as far as the AFC West race continues, coach, you have Bucks and Jets. I'm going to take the Bucks. Uh, Bucks have tough yeah, one. A tough one. Bucks have secured another uh, NFC South crown, so congrats to them. Crap. Uh, but obviously, they're still in the race for the number one seed in the 
in the AFC or in the NFC, excuse me. Um, so yeah, the Bucks will get the win. You know, uh, Jets. You know, love you, Lisa, but the the Bucks are going to win. That Zach Wilson scramble for a touchdown yesterday though was pretty impressive. So, um, but I think you can only do that against the Jags. Yeah, just saying. yeah, still, but it's still still good. Um, and uh, yeah, so the Bucks are going to get the win. I agree, and I did see that Mike Evans just went on COVID list. I think they'll still win. Bruce will figure out a way. Um, next, I've got Dolphins and Titans. Anyone that watched the game last week, A.J. Brown's return was huge. Uh, I believe that um, Derrick Henry is back either this week or next week. So even if they don't have him, I think they'll still win. The Dolphins have made a really – kind of like the, the Chiefs started off really bad – um, and started, that was Thank nice you. and started turning it around. Um, but I think the Titans might be a little much for them. I'm, I'm still not quite a Tua believer. Uh, I'm going to pick the Titans over okay. the Dolphins. Uh, apologize. Apologize Crushing for that burp. I dreams. thought it was on mute. Um, that was, remember that was an issue before no, like cool. I was on mute and I started talking and be like, Hey coach, you're not saying anything. We can't hear you. So it's, yeah, you it's reversed it now. There. I just, besides burp, the burp, cause I'm just, you know, disgusting, but hey, it's real life. life. It's we're, we're men. This is what we do. We, yeah, right. Brown Bundy's. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins, man. I, you know what? Like until they until they lose and prove me wrong, I'm going to take the Dolphins. You know, uh, Tannehill is still. I don't know. Um, you know, he's had some amazing games, and you have some games where you're just like, I don't even know how you're a starting quarterback in the NFL. So I will take the Dolphins. Um, I'm just I'm just saying that until they prove me wrong, and they might lose tonight, and then. Maybe my pick would be the Titans, but I'm going to take the Dolphins until they prove me wrong. I think Brian Flores has done an amazing job. Um, get, he has. Get, I'll give you getting that. them back um, on the right path. He was my coach of the year. Um, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, oh, there's was. absolutely no yeah. chance. But now, maybe if they went out and make the playoffs, he's in consideration. But uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Didn't I pick Mike Vrabel? Yes. I think I picked Vrabel. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So we differ We differ on that one. Um Next, you've got oh, sorry, Patriots and Jags. Patriots. I mean, I got nothing else to say. Yeah. I'm also also that, Patriots. That is the, yeah. That'll be the Jets. least explained game that we probably have. Anytime the Jags play, we'll take right. the Patriots. But of course, that's who they get. Two games left in the season, playoffs on the line or playoff position. They're going to be. Or playoffs. they could pull a Texans uh, and beat them. Who the heck knows? I'm going to. That would God, be that would awesome. Be awesome. Oh man, yeah. All right, so next is Raiders-Colts. Obviously, I'm going to wait on that one. Um, oh, and then after that is Chief and Bengals. We're going to wait on that one. Oh, so here we go. I got a crappy one. Giants and Bears. Uh, Giants are just a, an absolute disaster right now. Bears pulled out a win because they started Nick Big Foles. Nick. Matt Nagy is just ridiculous. You said that Justin Fields is not injured, right? I like You are messing with this kid, and I don't care because I don't like the Bears at all, but like you start him, you don't start him. He's hurt. He's not. Uh, now it's, now it's Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton, your QB one. Now it's Nick Foles. Like man, Nagy has no idea what he's doing. He's such a disaster. Um, probably should have had Nick Foles starting the whole time. Um, I'm, I'm still going to take the bears. If Nick Foles, if if, if it's big, Nick, Nick, if it's big Dick, Nick, I'm taking the bears as well. Um, he, Nick Foles is just like an anomaly, dude. He's, it's like, He's a unicorn, so I'll take the Bears. The Giants are just an absolute dumpster fire. Also, watch this. The Giants are so inept that they will probably hire Matt Nagy as their offensive coordinator next year. Offensive coordinator next year. They took Jason Garrett, Garrett, so anything is possible. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, we'll play it back if it actually happens. I think you're going to be right about that. What a disaster! Yeah, if that game comes under in red zone, that's when I get up and go refill a drink or something. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, next, you've got a stellar one, Bills and Falcons. Falcons have seven wins. Crazy. I had no that idea. Is, that is like the most. I just don't pay attention to them. You, I wrote them off after like week three. Crazy. Um, I also heard a rumor about um, the, the Falcons and uh, Matt Ryan going to an AFC West team. What team do you think I'm talking about? The, Bron- mm-hmm. the Broncos. I'd be okay as long as it's not Aaron Rodgers because I feel like Aaron Rodgers might go to the Steelers. But God, there's so much offseason Matt stuff Ryan I want to talk about. But here we are doing previews of the game. I know. Um, yeah, I know. We have, we to, have pace to pace ourselves, ourselves man. Um, now I'm intrigued. I want to talk about that, but we'll save it. We'll save it. Damn, that's good. 
I think we should take the Falcons, man. Bills and mm-hmm. really, wow. I just want to be. I just want to be not one I would have picked to differentiate on. Mm, I get it. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go Bills because the Bills because um, the Bills the Bills are like beat. okay, we're going to have a really good game and then we're not going to show up. We're going to lose the Jaguars, but they are you know they're weird and, and then you know, we're, we're Ryan Kyle Pitts Cordell Patterson they could pull it off. They could shock the world. I'll take the Falcons. Lose to the Patriots, beat the Patriots. You guys can't really bird, figure man. out what you're doing. All right, uh, so that one's interesting, but I'm going to go Bills. You're going to go Falcons. There, I got a crappy one. Uh, Texans and 49ers. Um, Texans pulled out a surprise win on the Chargers. I kind of think that was a trap game, and the Chargers got a little carried away, and it was a disaster. I don't think Kyle Shanahan, who I'm also not a huge believer in, but I think he won't make the same mistake. 49ers, 49ers will win. No one really should be sitting starters this week. So we're not there. Week 18 is when we'll start to get annoyed with that crap. But yeah. 49ers, 100%. I don't think we got to worry about that. There's no one that should be sitting starters this week, right? No, everyone still needs to fight. Because yeah, no one even, because the first seed isn't locked up yet. So this week is extremely important. important. All right. Oh, you get a great one now. Damn. Um, Chargers and Broncos. Chargers and Broncos. AFC West. AFC West matchup. Um, I feel like these last few games are um, this is for Vic Fangio's job. So if their team really actually likes Vic, Vic, Vic yep. Fangio, which he he came out and said, I need another year. Or he thinks he deserves another year. Um, granted, I don't necessarily disagree with that because they have improved and they still really haven't had a. Did he say that? He said he Vic thinks Fangio he needs another year. That, yep. That's someone that that's nervous. That is someone that's nervous. About, uh, yeah. I think the Chargers will win. Um, I think they, you know, they they did the Chargers thing and just lose a game that they should have uh, easily won. Um, but you know, they got it. They have to win this game. Justin Herbert has to man up and not just be like, "Oh, this is my second year." Blah 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 blah. Um, and and step up and play like he did in the beginning of the season. You know, we were talking like, "Oh, this dude's the MVP." Who knows who the hell who the hell knows who the MVP is right now? But uh, not Justin Herbert, but he needs to play like one, and the Chargers have to win this game. So I'm going to take the Chargers. So I agree with you. I think the Chargers are after getting embarrassed on national TV against the, the Texans. It's not going to happen again. My caveat to this is if the Broncos do win, the Broncos kind of keep themselves alive in the playoff race. But we would win the tiebreaker against them because we're two and zero, and they would bump the Chargers down a little bit more which I need. So go Broncos, but the Chargers are going to win. All right. I've got Rams and Ravens. This one is pretty interesting. Probably actually one of the better matchups of the weekend. Although you and I both have pretty awesome matchups. Finally, Um, Matt Stafford wasn't all that great um, this week. Uh, Luckily, kind of everybody else lifted him up and carried them to a win uh, against the Vikings. Um, Ravens obviously had, had a rough one. Um, you know, no Tyler Huntley, no Lamar Jackson. What was the final score on that? The, the um, the Ravens Bengals game. Ravens game. Yeah. Bengals. Oh, yeah, Bengals. It was like 41. Yeah, it was, a, it was a slaughter. Like 41, 20 or something like that. Yeah, it was a slaughter. Um, so luckily or hopefully Lamar or Tyler Huntley will be back so we can actually see some better football. I still think the Rams are going to take it. The uh, The run defense is probably too good, and the Ravens aren't going to get much of a run game going, especially if neither of those two are back. So I will take the Rams regardless, but it should be a good battle. Uh, Coach, I don't know if you have yeah, any I'll take the Rams, that. too. They're, uh, you know, they're, they've solidified themselves in the NFC West. Uh, I think they continue to roll. Stafford had a bad game. Um, not great for my fantasy team, but still, still pulled it out, still got the – Dude, I'm not drafting him again. I'm yeah, three interceptions, not not bueno. But I, I think they get the win. Ravens are just too banged up, man. And uh, they're down to like their eighth cornerback, dude. It's insane. Um, so I'll take the, the Rams easily. Yep, me as well. You have Lions and Seahawks. Uh, I don't know what's going on over there. Like, with... I think the I think the Seahawks are done, dude. Uh, this is going to be you know Russell Wilson's last couple games in Seattle. Um, I like what the Lions do. I like Dan Campbell, um, and I think the Lions will get the win. That's what I think is going to happen. The Lions. So, 
I'm going to have to take the Seahawks. I think that their second, they, their, their defense just doesn't allow a ton of points. Um, they did have a disappointing loss this week. I think that Russell's stock is kind of plummeting right now. Uh, I wouldn't be sold that he's totally recovered from his injury. He still doesn't look the same. He's actually starting to gel with his re- or re-gel with his receivers again, but he's definitely not lighting the world on fire. But I think they'll have enough to beat the Lions. I- I'm almost like 50-50 on this, but I'm more 55-45, so I'll go Seahawks on this. Um, Cardinals versus Cowboys. Cowboys are trending up. Cardinals are trending down. The Colts um, took it to them with a bunch of guys on COVID, which still made me even more nervous. I am going to take the Cowboys on this. Uh, they, I mean, they were able to sit their starters in the third quarter against Washington, who's supposed to have a decent enough defense that it thankfully at least shut a bunch of people up on the Jack Del Rio return for the Raiders. That's not happening. Um, but the Cardinals are just slowly slipping out of uh, that NFC dominant position. So I'm going to take the Cowboys, even though I hate them. Yeah, I got to take so, the Cowboys too. Uh, another late season collapse for a Cliff Kingsbury team. Um, yeah, the, the the Andre Hopkins thing really just messed them up. And I think the J.J. Watt thing finally yeah. got to them too. Um, they're just not winning games, man. And when you lose to the Lions, you lose to the Colts, and you put up 12 and 16 points, so 28 points the last two weeks, and you're you know, a dominating offense. Like Hopkins made that big of a difference. I mean, granted, he's a top three wide receiver, but he's got so many other weapons too. I don't know how he's not utilizing them. Um, so yeah, the Cowboys. The Cowboys, you know, everyone's healthy now and they're they're playing up to their potential and they're a very dangerous team. So I'd be worried. Agreed. Uh I did just get an alert that Jimmy G may be out against the Texans Sunday. Uh, but Trey Lance. You are the second pick overall. You should be able to beat the Texans. Davis so Mills I'm is not, not even going to change Mills my. Davis isn't bad though, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, I would still have faith. No, the PFF guy's been trashing on him, but he's really not that bad. Um, and anyone that tunes up the Chargers, my buddy picked up their defense for semifinals. That one pretty much cost him his trip to the finals there. Uh, you have a good one, Vikings. Oh wait, Austin, you want this one? No, uh, Vikings, Vikings and Packers. And Packers. Um. The Vikings play the Packers good, so I'm just going to go out on a limb and say the Vikings are going to get the win. Um, yeah, just oh, wow. just because Austin's not here to to say anything different. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings in this in this one, and they'll get the win and uh, make that final final chase for number one seed in the AFC or the NFC, excuse me, A and I get them mixed up sometimes. Um, but the NFC even that much more interesting. I'm going to go Packers. I think this is a good tune-up for them because the Vikings offense, Thielen, Jefferson, Cook should be healthy by then off COVID. That's a lot for them to deal with. Kirk has had a rough two weeks lately, that horrific interception against the Bears, and he didn't have a great day against uh, who they just play? The Rams. Uh, so I think that might just be a little much for him, but it's a good test for the Packers to go up against like a really dominant or at least strong offense. Uh, I think it'll be close, but like a 31-28 win for the Packers. Uh, to close it out, well, after then our two games, um, you've got an AFC North matchup. Browns versus the decrepit Steelers. Although the Browns are a mess too. Let's go with the... Now, is this game in Pittsburgh or is this game in Cleveland? I think Pittsburgh. it's. I'll take Pitts, Pittsburgh because I, I think that's going to be Roethlisberger's last game there. Um, so I'm going to take Pittsburgh getting the win. I'm going to go Browns. I really don't like either. This used to be such an exciting matchup. There's so much fire there, but I feel like you see a lot of Browns fans are kind of like down on on Baker. They're making excuses for everything, and I respect that fan base because if anyone stuck with them for that long and are I mean, a few are just coming out of the woodwork now, but I don't know. But I think the Steelers are in a really rough spot. Ben just looks like he wants to take a nap. Like he's like, oh man, I can't wait to get in bed after this is over. Um, I'm going to go Browns. That's where I'm going to go. I don't really care how it ends. They're both not going to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, probably. They're, both, they're both not going to make, they're um, both not the, Steelers, make the playoffs 100%. My buddy at the Steelers fan is confident they'll win the last two games and make it in. I don't see it happening. But if they do want to make it in and then the Raiders make it in and get them in the wild card, I'm fine with that. 
because I'll go back to Pittsburgh to watch that one. Um, all right. Chiefs and Bengals. And where Bangs, is the game? The game's in Cincinnati. Um, our final two games. Oh, okay. Games. Uh, so I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Damn. It's gonna be a close game. I- I'm gonna until they until they don't win. I'm gonna I'm gonna take them. Um, you know, go for go for nine in a row. Keep keep the ball rolling. Um, actually, funny thing when they when they won the Super Bowl, they lost to the Titans and they won 13 straight games. So you know, anything's possible. Um, just saying, we haven't lost since we played Tennessee. I don't know. I don't want to say that's gonna be the same same outcome, but I'm gonna say it's gonna become the same outcome because I'm confident. And I love my team. Anyways, Bengals are a very good team. Sorry, I just got off on a tangent there. Bengals are a very no, good go team. And like it. I, a fun time. fact, I told you before um, before we got on got on here to record. Uh, only team to have a four thousand yard passer, uh, I believe a runner over thirteen hundred yards, and two receivers over a thousand yards, all under the age of twenty five. So they have a great offensive young court, and it, you know Tyler Tyler Boyd's good too, and their their tight ends good too. I couldn't pronounce his last name uh, maybe if i sneeze the right way i could but anyways uh Bengals are a good team they got a good defense uh, i think it's gonna be a tough game it's definitely gonna be a good tune-up game for the chiefs on their, on their way to the playoffs but the chiefs want that bye they need to get this win um Bengals, like i said good team but uh i'm confident to say that the chiefs will get the win be close but i'm gonna go like you know at most the chiefs will win by a touchdown but i'm thinking like a touchdown to you know, a field goal, one of the two. Um, but confident that the Chiefs will come out there victorious. What do you think? I'm with you. Uh, I think this is kind of like a playoff precursor. I mean, literally that's what it is, but it's a matchup that could happen in the playoffs too. And I think that this might be a little much for Joey B. Um, you know, he, he tuned up the Ravens that don't have Marlon Humphrey that are missing a lot of key players. And that was good and all, and, he, and his confidence is definitely up, but I think this could just – and he'll be at home, which is good. I think if he's an arrowhead, would totally seal the deal for me, for you guys. I'm going to give it to you anyways. I, I don't think that Joey is going to uh, is going to come out alive on this one. I think it's going to be like 31-21, you guys. I think Mahomes is just ready. Eight-game win streak. You can't – I mean, you, you get a great game against the Ravens. That's, that's cute. But, you know, you have eight wins – you're fighting for the first seed, give your guys a, you know, an extra week break to, to get everyone healthy. Um, I'm going to give it Appreciate to you guys. Yeah, Thank for you. Sure. Side note with all, with all this COVID crap going on, I feel like all it's never good and people are missing games and whatnot, but hopefully get it out the way. So playoffs, we can see like real full teams. Play the NFL is tired of this. Like, like I, I would rather the Raiders have a, I, I don't like that. They had two wins against, backup QBs and all this other stuff. Um, I'd rather like true gritty football. So yes, you guys will have the win um, away. We also have a uh, away game against the Colts. If you recall, it was the second to last game of the season. We were already set to go in the playoffs playing the Colts and Derek Carr breaks his leg. Now he's limping around last week. He stayed in the game. That's good and all. Um, I mean, it's great, um, but I am nervous about this. So the Raiders are currently ninth in the AFC. Colts are fifth at nine and six. Um, one of the main things that makes me nervous, obviously, it's no secret, is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he's had nine games with 100-plus yards, three games over 150. Then you've got Pittman, T.Y. Hilton. Colts have over 100 yards. No. Um, and they're ranked second in rushing. Uh, the Raiders are ranked 28th, ironic, because that's our running back's number. We're fifth in passing. They're 22nd. I didn't know they were that bad in, in passing. Our defenses are actually similar. They're 18th. The Raiders are 15th. Offense, we're also similar. We're 11th. They're 14th. So that rushing is the real glaring deficiency there. Um, the COVID situation is one to monitor. As I told you, their O-line is missing pretty much all their starters. Um. Oh man, this is tough. I feel like we're about to be hit with the COVID bug as well. I think that I'm going to have to take the Colts and not be a homer again. So I know that I picked the Broncos, but it was it's not like I was far off. It, it was a four point difference. I mean, Raiders pretty much dominated the, the game, but it wasn't like a offensive decimation. It just wasn't. I think the Colts are just too good. 
I think they're too prepared. I think they're too ready. I think they're too hungry. I, I just like Michael Pittman is probably better than every receiver we have. Maybe Hunter Renfro is better than him. There is a chance Darren Waller will return, but if we have a COVID outbreak, I'm not sure we're resilient enough because we've been hit with enough things and we're not really yeah, showing how resilient we are. Too annoying as far, especially now when things are so. I just yeah, just to a, two teams just that stop. are vying for playoff spots and whatnot. Very important game and. It all comes down to like, you know, false negative and no, unsym- you know, non-symptomatic people. Asymptomatic. Right. asymptomatic and, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to take the Colts. And I don't hate, and I don't yeah, hate no, the Colts. The Colts are a hard team know? to hate, man. They're just lunch pail type team, you know. And Peyton, I don't know how anyone doesn't like Peyton Manning. You know, they go from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck to really just like stand-up dudes, great quarterbacks. Um, Carson Wentz is whatever. But Jonathan Taylor's a stud. Um, you know, so they got good receivers. They got a great old line. You know, they, they had that dominating win against the Cardinals without Darius Leonard playing. Um, so they just got a lot of good football players on that team. And I think the Colts will get the win. I would hope that their whole offensive line wouldn't be out. Um, but, uh, I'm sure they'll have some key players out. Um, but I still think the Colts will ultimately get the win. I think it'll be close. I think it might be closer than some people might think, but I think the Colts will get the win. Right. And, and then we're not totally out even with a loss, but I have to be, I have to be realistic here. I, I they're the better. T- I think that Jonathan Taylor could hang 200 on us. I really do, which I hate to say that, I mean, we're great in the run defense, but we weren't going up against Jonathan Taylor. Who's, you know, an MVP candidate. We're going up against Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, who are a, a nice who's your, dual who's, threat. Who's your, speaking of MVP, or, uh, who's your top three right now? Top three MVPs and putting you on the spot. We didn't talk about this. Aaron Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor, and Jamar Chase. I'm just going to throw it out there. He's having an amazing rookie year. He's been quiet. Okay, so I'm going to go – I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor first. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers, and then I'm going to go – you know what? I'm going to do Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to do Patrick Mahomes because that's my homie, and I'll do Aaron Rodgers. Um, Jonathan Taylor, I know running backs don't normally get the MVP, but he's just been incredible in that turnaround in Indianapolis. And, uh, obviously, you know, Aaron and Patrick, you could flip flop and it's in, and everybody and their brother would pick Aaron Rodgers this season over Patrick Mahomes. And I get that, but being, being the coach of the chiefs nation, uh, on this podcast, I have to, I have to pick Holmes, Mahomes. So I'll do that, but yeah, it's, you have it's, to it's in the contract the Chiefs need some more positive mm-hmm. figureheads right now. Times are tough for you guys. A couple of yeah. dropping off. You know, what was that guy that got knocked out? No, no one. Well, no one liked him anyways. Oh, uh, God. What was what his name? I, it's... He had like a lightning theme to him, which is weird for a Chiefs he's guy. A, he was a crack. It was some we weird don't name. speak of his name anymore. I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. Yeah. Yeah, he was a disaster. I don't. Well, yeah. it's good we don't remember. Regardless, uh, let's move on to Senate Awards. We'll explain it again. We give him whoever we think earned it for the week. You did something good, did something bad. You suck. You're great. It is what it is. Eric usually mm-hmm. gives his Travis Kelsey. What is that? It's a major award. I'm going to give the Hang It Up Award to Big Ben. We talked about it. It's just sad now. Um, the Chiefs destroyed them. I know the feeling, Ben. I had to watch my own team get torn apart by the kingdom. Uh, but he just looks so burnt, man. It's just time. He's broken. It's time for... You know, Mike Tomlin to draft somebody and turn the, or get a free agent out there um, and turn it around. Someone that can actually move with their feet. So Ben, hang it up award. And we're pretty much on with these predictions because I gave the unemployment award to Urban Meyer and he's fired days later. Matt Nagy was part of that and he'll be fired in yep. two weeks. So, so my Senate award coach, is who's uh, your Senate award to? I was wrong, coach. Uh, Steve Spagnola. You have turned this defensive around. Um, granted, obviously the players are out there playing, but your schemes, everything seems to be on point. Um, it is, See, I, I was, was wrong. wrong yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong, coach. I was wrong. Oh, coach. okay, cool. Uh, I was wrong, coach. I was wrong, Steve coach. Spags gotcha. has done an incredible job of, of, like I said, turning a defense that was historically bad the first half of the season to a defense that's been incredible over this last uh, eight week period. Um, even before that, they were they were good against the Titans. They just they just they stopped Derrick Henry. They just couldn't do anything else. So uh, totally turned it around. And, you know, having a great run defense is so important um, come playoff time. So uh, I'm hoping that we don't play the Colts. But if we do, um, that'll be interesting. But Spagnola, incredible turnaround. I uh, I was, you know, like most people, 
uh, in Chiefs Kingdom. We had to eat our words on him. Um, and, you know, if anyone right now, I guess it doesn't look like Eric Bieniemy is getting a whole lot of looks. It might be Steve Spagnuolo for head coaching job. I don't think he'll leave, and I don't think that's actually going to be a thing. But if I had to pick one person on the team, I probably would, would say he would be because just the turnaround they've had. So. Uh, I just saw BNME linked to someone. Who the heck was To the Bears. It? Oh, okay. to the Bears. Yeah, with Justin Fields. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, yeah. who knows? I'll, yeah, as long as we fine. keep bags and keep going. It's like the Cowboys. the Cowboys need to keep Dan Quinn. I know Dan Quinn's a, um, is a candidate for head coaching jobs. If you're a great coordinator, stay a coordinator. You can make good money. You know, right. it's it, it doesn't make – you don't have all the responsibilities. Um, you get less of the blame. Less and of the it blame. works. It works. It's like it's – did I blame Greg Olson for the bad offense in the beginning of the season, or did I blame blame John yeah, Gruden? So I blame it's, Gruden. it's like the same thing goes with like a Josh McDaniels. Like, you know, will he be the future head coach of the Patriots? Probably, but his other stops when he was head coach and you know, like when he was in Denver, didn't go well. Just be a coordinator, man. Like, there's nothing nope. wrong with that. There's, it's just it's a position, and if right. you're good at it, stay at it, make a lot of money, and not have to have all the responsibilities. So. <sighs> Dude, I can't wait to do some There's head be, coaching this off episodes. Nuts. It's going to be nuts. Oh, it's going to be so good. But, like, you're definitely in the playoffs, so we need to focus on that. We'll try to get Austin back yes. for the Packers being in the playoffs. We'll see what happens with the Raiders. I didn't wear the Just Win Baby hoodie. I went with a different Classic. one. Nice. Nice just black and silver. Yeah. Just mix it up. Yeah. Hey, you get these when the season's over. It's cheap. I already have, like, five. We'll see you all next week, so. though. Yeah. Oh, I have way too many. I can't stop. Week 18 next week. Get well soon, Travis. Love you, boy. Love you, bruh. Love you, bruh.